Jesus said, There will be tribulation in this world. And with that said, there will be some tribulation worse than others. Jesus also said, The world will hate you, the believer, because they first hated me. The only way I can even try to process that remark by Jesus is to feel honored when hated by the world. Well, hello everyone, and welcome once again to the program. I'm Neil Parks. Now, last time we dove into Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, and I got to tell you that there is just so much information to take in with this study of Colossians. You see, we in the Colossians, I should say, are in the same atmosphere as to having heretics lurching at the door that try to convince the believers that they need more than Christ's work at the cross to be justified. But Paul has beautifully explained that if you have died with Christ, then you have been raised from the dead with him as well. Paul said our life is hidden with Christ. That's in chapter 3, verse 3. With that said, no passage of Scripture explains that glorious truth of being hidden more eloquently than in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. Let's take a look at a few of those verses that relate to be hidden with Christ. Look what verse 31 says. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, Who can ever be against us? Verse 33 says, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with him. And look at verse 36 here. As the scriptures say, For your sake, Jesus... We are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. Did you get that? For his sake. Look what verse 39 says. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. That is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, Paul knows the people in Colossae are facing many religious and philosophical options, none of which are neutral. Notice Paul doesn't say, just add Jesus to what you already believe, or factor Jesus into your philosophy, or maybe Include Jesus in this or that ritual. The claim that Jesus is Lord does not allow that. 
If Jesus is creator, sustainer, and redeemer of all creation, then all other teachings must give away. All people must bow before him, and only him. So here we are. Chapter 3, we're going to we're going to talk about verse 4 through 7 of Colossians. Let's read it. Verse 4, On that day when Jesus Christ, who is our very life, is revealed, you will be revealed with him in glory. So kill your earthly impulses, which are loose sex, impure action, unbridled sensuality, wicked thoughts, and greed, which is essentially idolatry. Verse 6 says, It's because of these sins, now get this, that God's wrath is coming. And it's coming upon the sons and daughters of disobedience, is what he's saying. So avoid them at all costs. And verse 7, these are the same things you once pursued, and together you spawned a life of evil. Now, how about that verse 4, where, where Paul's saying, On that day when Jesus Christ, who is our very life, is revealed, you will be revealed with him in glory. Now, Jesus tells us in the gospel that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And again, Paul says in Galatians 2, chapter 2, verse 20, one of my very favorite scriptures, Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. In him I have shared his crucifixions, what he's saying. He says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ, the Messiah, lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in, or by adherence to and reliance on, and complete trust in, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. My friends, this verse 4 is a critical must of understanding. If you are proclaiming to be a believing follower of Christ, you must understand that you have to surrender your life to become a vessel while on this planet, to be used for his glory. Now look in uh, the Old Testament, Isaiah uh, chapter 57, verse 15. Look, how, look what Isaiah says here. He says, verse 15, For thus says the High and Lofty One, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. Isaiah says, I dwell, or God says, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a, this is big, 
who has a contrite and humble spirit. Do you just get that? This is Old Testament. He says, I dwell in the high and holy place, God speaking, with him. That's talking to us, who has a contrite and humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble, that's what he's doing, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Folks, Christ is a believer's life, period. He is the principle and the end of the Christian's life. He lives in us by his Spirit, and we live to him in all we do. In other words, our life is dedicated to him and only him. You see, Christ will appear again. He is now hid, and the heavens must contain him. But he will appear in all the magnificent of the upper world with his holy angels and in his own glory and his Father's glory. Look up Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verses 38, and Luke, chapter 9, verses 26. So, we shall at that time, is what Paul is saying, appear with him in glory. It will be his glory to have his redeemed with him. That's us. At that second coming of Christ, there will be a general meeting of all the saints. And and those whose life is now hid with Christ shall then appear with Christ in that glory. Now look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, Paul says, So kill your earthly impulses. What he's referencing here, he says, loose sex, impure actions, unbridled sensuality, wicked thoughts, and greed, which is essentially idolatry. Kill your flesh instincts, he's saying. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, Brother Paul is getting right to the point here with the sinful morals that every person at one time or another is dealing with. Paul defines each sin he names here as lust and idolatry. Now, just for a moment, let's look back at those uh, 12 disciples that followed Jesus for three years. It was on that last night when they had gathered for supper. The twelve actually sunk, or shrunk, I should say, by one to eleven disciples. So why do I bring this up, this moment up? I bring it up to emphasize that not all who say they have been crucified with Jesus have actually killed their idols. That night, namely Judas Iscariot, he was divulged. So let's look at verse 6 here in chapter 3. Paul says, It's because of these sins that God's wrath, 
is coming upon the sons and daughters of disobedience. So avoid them at all costs, he says. You see, it's because of these sins. What sins? The lusts of idolatry. Bring on God's wrath. It's coming, my listeners. We're not talking about tribulation here. We're talking about the sons and daughters of disobedience. You see, Judas was in in it for his lusts of recognition and money. Judas helped facilitate the religious leaders of that day's lusts as well. Well, I think we'll stop right here today and we'll pray. Father God, help us to understand as you speak to us in your word, Lord. Help us to know and understand what you're speaking to us, just as you were speaking to those Colossians 2,000 years ago about their, their lusts and their flesh and their idolatry, Lord. And it's because of people's disobedience, Father God, that your wrath is going to come upon them. Father God, you've told us that we must avoid these these loose sins, Lord Jesus, and all sins for that matter. So I just lift up all my, my listeners here around the world, Lord, that we cannot just get by with what we, what we might think is not a sin, but it actually is, Lord. Father God, we live, we've been resurrected with you, and you are our life. Complete life, Lord. It's because of you that we have life. And these milliseconds that we're here on planet Earth, and that's exactly what they are, is milliseconds compared to eternity. So, Lord, I just lift up each and every listener here today that when they sinned, that they would confess their sins to you. And when they do that, when we do that, you forgive us, Lord. And we we know that you are faithful and true. And we pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. My friends, let's always pray for all our brothers and sisters around the world. They need our prayers wherever they may be. When a country comes into your thought, just pray and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. So until next time, God bless each and every one of you. I'm Neil Parks.